This is episode number 131 with Heather Askinowski. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? This episode is brought to you by My Wellness Community, empowering every home to live a more natural lifestyle. You can choose from over 300 natural wellness products to be delivered to your door for up to 55% off the retail price, making living the wellness lifestyle easy, cost-effective, and super convenient. Join the movement that spreads wellness across the globe at mywellnessessentials.net. Heather is a leading influencer on the power of crystals, feng shui, and holistic healing and is the co-founder of Energy Muse. For over 28 years, she has had the privilege of studying with the best healers from all over the world who have passed down ancient teachings on how to utilize energy technology. In 2000, Heather co-founded Energy Muse with her business partner and lifelong friend, Timmy Jandro. Energy Muse is a conscious lifestyle brand providing tools of empowerment, inspiration, and hope in the tangible form of jewelry and crystals. Together, Heather and Timmy are helping people reconnect with the energy of the earth to align with their highest self, realize their true calling, and tap into their own personal magnificence. And their release of their first book, Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune Into the Real You is out in October. And in today's conversation, we chat about her story from high-end real estate agent to crystal goddess, the thing that changed and saved her life 27 years ago, how to incorporate crystals into your life, why you need to know where your crystals are from, how to program your crystals to work for you, how to use your crystals for more health, wealth, love, healing, and abundance in your life, the powerful crystal to cut the cords that are holding you back, the top six crystals that you need in your life, the best crystals for protection, the best crystal for EMF, plus so much more. And for everything that Heather and I mention in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes. And that is over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 131. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to read the review of the week. And that comes from Jazz. And she says, blown away. I have become quite a fan of yours over the past few months. And I have listened to quite a lot of your podcasts so far. The one today that just literally blows my mind was from number 83 with Rich Roll and Julie Payat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's in my top three of the most enjoyable to listen to 
And I also listened to number 95 with Charlie Hohen and love, love, loved it. Please keep doing what you're doing, Melissa. Don't worry, Jazz. I sure will. Thank you so much for that beautiful review. I'm so glad it deeply resonates with you. And thank you for listening. And if you want to be the review of the week for next week, head on over to iTunes and leave me a review now. And without further ado, let's bring on the crystal goddess, Heather Askinoski. Welcome, Heather. It is so great to have you on the show. But before we dive in, can you please tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? Oh, wow. Okay. So, hi. I have for breakfast in the morning, I do a blend of it's a green juice by Organifi. And I have that. And I also have some bulletproof coffee mm. in the morning. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Now, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We've had no one come on and talk about what you're about to share with us. But before we dive into crystals and all of their magical powers, you have a pretty epic story on how you got to where you are today. So can you please take us back and share with us your journey and how you got to where you are today doing the work that you do now? Well, I think to make a long story short, I grew up in Manhattan Beach, California. So at the time, if you looked at my resume on paper, you would say, wow, this girl's got it going on. I had a house by the beach. I had, I have great friends. I was selling high-end real estate at the time. At this time, million-dollar homes, which are now $20 million, but back then they were that price. And I was making a lot of money. But there was something for me that was just not resonating. I was triple type A and I wasn't feeling well. And I ended up going, I was starting yoga at the time and I ended up meeting this Ayurvedic doctor. And I thought I was going to go in, he'd give me some herbs, I'd be on my way. And basically what he said was, if you do not change your life drastically, it's not looking good for you. Like you're a crash and burn and I don't really know what to do and tell you otherwise. And I said, well, what do I need to do? And he said, you need to learn how to meditate. Now, this was 27 years ago. And I said, what is that? And he said, it's, he went into what it was. And that night, my friend had called me and told me about this class, Transcendental Meditation, that was being held in Canada. And it was a Panchakarma. And you went and learned how to Transcendental Meditate. And it was for a week. And I'm a Scorpio. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I got to make a change. I booked a flight. I was there the following week and I was in the middle of nowhere. I learned how to meditate. I was in silence. I felt like my fingers were on a chalkboard. I felt it was the first three days were horrific. I'm not going to kid you. And then after that, I felt like I started to break open And when I came back, I was changed. And so this high-powered career and all the things that I was doing at the time just didn't feel as if it was who I was. And one day, I stumbled upon a crystal store. And it was more of a store that had, you know, candles and books. It, It wasn't like a crystal store as they are now. But I walked in and I saw this really pretty purple stone. And I asked the person about it. And they said, hey, you know, this is amethyst. It comes from Brazil. And she put it in my hand. And I just fell in love with 
the energy of this crystal of what it looked like. And I bought it. And really that started my journey. I think it was a couple different things happened at once. I ended up quitting selling real estate. I ended up traveling to different parts of the world and studying with indigenous healers and shamans and basically anyone that I could get my hands on who could share with me verbal information to help me transform. And I think my lifetime or this lifetime or what I'm here to help people is that I'm a seeker of truth. I really am looking for answers and I'm very much about time efficiency. And I want to find the things that make the most use of time in a small amount of time. And for me, crystals worked because it was energy and I couldn't understand what energy was on it. It was invisible. I couldn't put my head into it, but it was something physically I could hold on to. So it brought these two worlds together and that started a whole new life for me 27 years ago. And then what happened from there? From there, I ended up going on a journey of self-discovery. And I have to say some of the parts were amazing and some of the parts were not as amazing. But during that time, I ended up meeting my husband. I got married. I was doing feng shui professionally for people. And I was seeing that as I utilize the world of crystals, I was able to kind of learn, or I was able to learn how to become silent. And when you're a triple type A person, that might sound really simple, but it was not very easy. And it took training and it took time. And even doing this 27 years later as being a business owner and a wife and a mom and all that, I still have to go back to those original tools and reground myself in it because it's easy to get into the spin. But I think that by using the energy of the earth for so many years, what might've taken me an hour can only take me minutes now because I've retrained myself daily. I do it. Mm, Beautiful. Okay. So for someone who's listening and they've kind of wanted to explore crystals but they think, oh, maybe this is a bit too woo-woo for me, or where do I start? Mm -hmm. What advice would you have? How can we start to incorporate these into our life? Right. That's a really good question. I, You know, you could talk to a lot of different people, and I'm sure you'll get a lot of different answers, but For me, and what we try to do at Energy Muse is really take the overwhelm out of that whole conversation. And crystals really are a reminder or a touchstone or a tool to help us trust ourselves. So if you've never touched a crystal in your life or you're like, oh, gosh, going to a crystal store and all the choices is just so much, what we need to remember is, is that just start with what is pretty or what color you like or what feels good in your hand and trust yourself enough to know that what you have is exactly where you're supposed to be at that moment. And really this journey is about knowing yourself and trusting yourself and owning what is good for you without anybody else's opinion, in my opinion. 
I really do think. So start with what you're visually attracted to or start with what it looks like or what it feels like. There's so many cool crystal places online now that you could look at amazing pictures. And once you start looking, you will be attracted. And what happens is it starts to come from your heart instead of your head. And that's another thing about the crystal world. It's It goes beyond the intellect and beyond maybe human words. It's this captivation of inner knowingness that just feels right. Similar to when we were little kids and we were, you know, at a park or at the beach and we picked up rocks and pebbles and we carried them as they were these treasures. We didn't analyze them. We just knew that they were special and we wanted them. And like you said, they vibrate at a really high frequency. So does it matter where we get them from? Because energy is so important, like obviously getting them from a pure source and the energy and the intention by the person behind the person who, you know, was selling them in the shop or who got them. That's obviously really important, isn't it? You know, it is really important and and more so than ever. Obviously, you know, I've been doing this with my business partner, Timmy, for 18 years. And, you know, we're now asking the question of where are these being mined? How are they being mined? Mm. Once again, with many industries, there's many, many layers and there's still work to do in the mining industry with crystals. But I think that, you know, many years before We are now able to buy crystals directly from the miners versus, you know, several people down. And so knowing the people and knowing the hands that touch it, but it's so important. And this is, I hope, a big secret or a big aha moment, but you must cleanse your crystals because even with, you know, energy music, say we get it from our miner. Well, several hands touch it before we even get it. So it has to be cleansed and re-energized. So everything that comes out of our facility has been purified and cleansed mantras and sound and a whole bunch of process goes into purifying the crystal. But say you don't get it from us. Say you have a favorite store. I mean, where you live, there's so many cool crystal people. I could go on and on. I mean, there's so many cool crystal stores where you're at. But, you know, getting your stone and taking the ownership, hey, I want to sage this stone. I want to put it outside in the moon or the sun. I want to give it back to the earth to cleanse it and purify it. And then once you've done that, you want to give your crystal a job. You want to hold it in your hands. It's very simple to do. And you want to hold it and say, I programmed this crystal for, and whatever that is, for many people, it's balance or love or health or harmony or a better night's sleep. You want to give your crystals a job and so that they hold the intention when you forget to hold it for yourself. Oh, so good. I love that. That is something that I have not been doing. So in my Bondi home, I have crystals everywhere. So many people just give me crystals as Mm -hmm. gifts. I have so many and I love giving them as gifts as well. But I have to be honest with you. I have gotten a little bit lazy over the past couple of years. Like when I first got into crystals about 10 years ago, I would cleanse them. I And I don't know if this is correct, so please correct me. I would put them in like filtered water and, and mm. rinse them and then I would 
put them out on a towel under the moonlight, like on my mm. balcony or outside or in the sunlight. And then I'd bring them in. But I, I don't know if that's correct, but I would forget then to program them and give them a job. So mm-hmm. I love that if we want these crystals to work for us, if we want to use these crystals for healing and to really maximize their power to call in whatever it is that we want, health, wealth, love, abundance, whatever it is, then we've got to program them. We've got to use them. So is that how, firstly, my first question is, is that how we cleanse them? Like how can we cleanse them at home by ourselves? And then is that the way that we go about programming them? Okay. So I have a question for you. Did someone tell you to do that or did you innately just do that on your own on how you were cleansing? Oh, I actually can't remember. It was so long ago. I knew, I know someone told me about the moonlight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I knew that I had to cleanse them under the moonlight, but I, I don't know. I wanted to wash them. I don't know why. See, the reason I asked you that is I love what you did. And I think it's perfect what you did. And absolutely a hundred percent. We innately, when we trust, when you held them, for you, you're, you said to yourself, I want to wash these. That's what you intuitively, innately knew in your heart to do. Do that and then put them outside. But I love the component of how you connected because there has to be that interaction. And when we start connecting with the energy of the earth, some of them will feel heavy and some of them you'll be like, hey, I want to put it outside in the moon. Sometimes you might pick it up and say, I feel like these need to go out in the sun. Or sometimes you'll pick it up and say, you know what? Maybe I need to ring a bell or put some mantras on in my house or some sound prayers or whatever your belief system and let that resonate through the minerals. The whole thing is, is that we innately on a soul level, we know what to do. This is our earth. It's below our feet. It's our common denominator. It's what we live upon. And so I love the part of you trusting yourself. But these are all different ways you could cleanse your crystals. There's not just one way. Some people bury it in soil. Some people put it in, in brown rice. Some people put it in filtered water and add essential oils. There's so many different modalities, just as if there's so many different people. But I think that the common thread here is that connection, picking them up, interaction. Because if you think about it, our strongest relationships in life are the ones that we spend time with, right? You know, to have a good marriage, you have to invest in that time. To have connection with your children, you have to spend time. Your best friend, your family, there's the time spent. And so I think a big part with what hopefully at Energy Muse we're saying is even one tumbled stone in your hand for 30 seconds can create immense change. Because you connected not only with the energy of the earth, but you connected with yourself. So yes, on what you said with cleansing and purifying, I want to make one little story, which might hopefully help some people if, if they do have a lot of crystals. Because I'm in the crystal business, obviously I have access to a lot of crystals. And what was happening in my house, because I had so many crystals, you would think that my house would be this, oh, you know, very quiet, tranquil place. But because I had so many crystals everywhere and I hadn't programmed them all. And it was almost as if sometimes less is more. 
And what happened was I had to take them out of my house for a while because my house was so overly charged. And because the crystals, there were so many of them, I couldn't properly take care of them and program them. I wasn't interacting with all of them. And so what happened is, is they were amplifying everything that went on in my house. And so when I kind of took some of them out of some of the rooms and really got specific, was interacting with them and programming them, my house had more of a calm again. So I do know a lot of people sometimes say, you know, I'm having problems sleeping and I love my crystals, but they have a lot of crystals in their bedroom. What I would suggest is if any people that do have this, maybe taking the crystals out of the bedroom for a week, letting them charge and energize and see what the room feels like. And maybe come back after a week and only add a couple and see if the energy kind of evens out a bit. Yeah, I love that. And everything that you're saying, it's really an exercise in strengthening your intuition. You know, yes. it's that's exactly what we're doing here. Yes. So can you share some stories about how people have used crystals to manifest more yes. health, wealth, love? in their life. Like, can you share yes. some of your clients' stories, some really amazing ones with us? Okay. I have some really amazing stories and one's a very recent story. And I have to say, I was so amazed by it myself. So on our Instagram recently, we shared a very simple technique for people that follow Energy Muse. And we said, put one citrine tumbled stone that you program to attract money or say, I am a money magnet. I'm a money magnet eight times. Put that one tumbled stone citrine in your wallet and just keep it there. We had, I think over 35,000 people watch that video within like a very short amount of time, but comments, and you could see this on our, on our Instagram, people saying, I did it. Things are happening. I mean, people are getting results on one simple thing that took less than one minute to do and with one stone. And it's kind of for even me doing this for so many years, it was cool to see how that spread and how the story spread and how the success rate of one crystal created so many amazing stories for people. So that's a, a simple trick right now that anyone could do. If you have a, even if you have a citrine at home, cleanse it, program it and put it in your wallet and see what happens or carry it in your purse. So that's a big one. Another one I want to share because these, these are simple things that that if you've never worked with crystals before and you want to start, you could do today and you and you could probably see results within 24 hours. So I want to get you guys up and running. There is a stone called selenite. It's white. In the crystal world, or at least here, I like to refer to it as liquid light. Are you familiar with cutting the cords? Yes. I mean, would, yeah. Okay. Okay. So what you could do with this is you could use this crystal to energetically cut the cords with Anything in your life, whether it's a situation and it's not cutting the cords, they're saying that this is like, I don't want this in your life. You're just saying, I want to send the energy back to a higher vibration, whether it's a church, a temple, a mountain, whatever your belief system is. I want to plug that energy that was being plugged into me. I want to plug it into something else and I want to fill myself up. So selenite could act as this kind of comb or a blade or a tool to help cut the cords around your body. And what you do is when you cut the cords, you just hold the selenite and you say, I program the selenite to energetically be a white wand of cutting the energetic cords. 
and I cut the cords, I plug it into something higher mountain temple or church or higher frequency. And then I put the selenite over my body, the same selenite used to cut the cord. I put it over my body and I fill up whatever holes now that are in my energy field. I fill this up with the energy of light, every cell of my being. Now, we had people literally that had never worked with a crystal, never had done mantras, were so new to this, that literally sent us testimonial after testimonial, amazing stories of how some a woman felt like she lost 20 pounds, literally of just energetic debris. We had stories of people that said that they were feeling stuck and confused. And after cutting the cords with the selenite, they finally felt like they felt themselves again. This is something that literally took less than five minutes and created profound change and transformation. And it's something that some people are now doing continually in their life because they saw such a transformation of how their life changed, but more importantly, how they changed and how they viewed their life Mm. because it's all perception. Yeah. So powerful. So what are maybe the top five crystals that we could get and and start to work with? Because I don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many. Where do I start? I I would really love to give everybody maybe top five that they could go out and start to use. The top five that I'm going to give you, and once again, I have access to so many crystals. I've been doing this so long. I still use those top five. So the top five that I'm telling you today are the ones that I still interact with on a daily basis. So these are the top five and you could get them in tumbled stone and they could create major shift. Okay. We talked about selenite. That's the white one I talked about. It's called liquid light. It is a must. Everyone on the planet, and I will say this, I think every human being needs that stone. It's one of the highest vibrational stones on the planet. If you are more scientifically minded and want some more data and research, NASA did a National Geographic one-hour documentary, please. It's on this mine in New Mexico where they went in and found three miles into the earth, this stone. And even science was like, what is going on? So for you science lovers out there, please go get it. Another one is called Shungite. This is for your more science-minded people. It's being touted as the miracle molecule of the 21st century. Please do your research. Go online. Go to Energy Muse. Look up. We have a ton of research and information on this. It's found in one place in the earth in Russia. The, The molecular structure of this crystal is amazing. It's pretty much 100% carbon. So it is believed to absorb toxicity and things out of your water so that you can drink water with shungite in it. Once again, look at the research in the hospitals that are using it in Russia. Top favorite stone, rose quartz. It's a pink stone. What I love about these stones, even if you don't know a thing about it, just by looking at it, it kind of tells you what it does. This one is pink. It looks like love. It's a stone that you could put in your bra, ladies, a little tumbled stone in your bra, wear it around. It helps to open your heart. Citrine, I already mentioned as a money attractor. This one is something you could put in your purse. The other one I really, really like lately that I'm personally working with a lot is blue lace agate. 
it's this blue stone that the minute you look at it, it's almost like you go, (sighs) you just start taking a deep breath. It helps with anxiety. It helps with meditation. It helps with reminding yourself to breathe. And that is another really, really powerful one. And I'm going to add one more. I know we're only doing five, but clear quartz. That's all about clarity, being crystal clear. And in my opinion, being crystal clear is the new superpower. Mm, I love it. I love it. I also have a lot of amethyst in my house. I know. It's so hard. Can we do a top 10? I know. It's so hard. Amethyst was my first crystal. And you know what's interesting? We do polls around people. Amethyst is one of those crystals that is people's top. And you know why? I think it goes back to what you just said, intuition. It helps us to trust that inner gut voice. Mm, Beautiful. Oh, I love this. It's really inspired me to... (laughs) go and I want to re-cleanse all of my crystals and I also want to program them all and just make sure that they're, you know, really I'm using them to the best of their ability and they're working for me. What's interesting, and this will sound crazy if you haven't worked with crystals a lot, but once you start doing, because they kind of, they kind of get in your, your vibe and you, you really want to hang out with them. But when they are cleansed and they're clean, they almost sparkle and smile back at you. Take a crystal that hasn't that you've had in your house for a while that you haven't really touched or interacted with. Rinse it off, cleanse it, sage it, put bells over it, put it outside. Literally look at it in 24 hours. It will look different. It looks like you took it to the spa or something and mm-hmm. it's all like gussied up and it's sparkling. It's like, hey, hey, you know, they're happy. They come alive and it's this energy charge and it's this energy source. It's Mother Earth. It's this beautiful energy tool that we have to interact with that we are so grateful for. So we need to raise the vibration of our human species. And this is a tool to do it. One of the many, but definitely a, 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 good, a good tool. How can we use them to do an energy makeover of our home? Mm, okay. That's a good one. I think that when you cleanse and purify your home and, you know, in our book, Crystal Muse, there on page 32, there's a prayer that was given to me by a medicine man. And I promise you, I've used this prayer. I begged him to have this prayer in our book because it's kind of a sacred prayer. But if you walk through your house and you sage your home with this prayer, it almost as if you just scrubbed every spiritual energetic nugget in your house and got all the cobwebs out. But that's when you want to, after you've cleansed and purified your space, that's when you want to bring in your crystals. Because what happens is you want to clear your space and you want to have your your vibrating high vibe energy in your home. So for those people that want to have better sleep, bringing the selenite, that that liquid light I, I shared with you, putting that on the windowsills in your bedroom. Adding a piece of amethyst to your bedroom, ah, really good for soothing and a good night's sleep. I really love to add a nice piece of amethyst on the dinner table. It helps to really bring good conversation. It brings that heartfelt communication into those home meals. I love, I love, once again, rose quartz. That's another one I, I love to have by my front door. 
I love so that you bring that energy of love when you walk in the house. I'm a big, big person to having a piece of chunk of black tourmaline on the exterior part of your front door to bring protection, a shield of protection to the energy of your home, especially at the entrance doors. I think that these are really simple things that you can do to kind of crystallize and do some cool home decor kind of things. And if it's done right, people won't even know. Mm. It just looks like it's part of your home. Yeah, absolutely. I am a massive fan of saging, especially when I have moved into new homes. Mm. You know, I've got Mm. my husband and my little boy and we all do it together and we walk around and we say different mantras. Mm. I'd love to see the prayer that you say, but we would just go into every room yes, and we would say the the words out loud of how we wanted to feel in that room. So like, mm. you know, in the bedroom, we would say, you know, deep and deep restful sleep and love and mm-hmm. connection and intimacy. Well, this is in mine and my husband's room, ah, you know, and it. then in the lounge room, we would say things like, you know, play, fun, joy, adventure, spontaneity, dance-offs, and we would go into every room and just whilst we were saging, you know, bring that energy into each room. And it really does make such a difference. Everyone who walks into our apartment kind of exhales as they go in Mm -hmm. and they say to us, such a nice energy in here and it's such a nice feeling and We've really created such a beautiful space. You know, we have mood lighting and essential oils diffusing and crystals and we've saged it and, you know, it's really, there's no computers out. It's, it's a really beautiful space and I think that's really important. But I wanted to ask you, what is a good crystal for protection? Because I know a lot of people listening and probably have people in their lives that maybe energy vampires, or maybe mm-hmm. they have to have a more challenging conversation with someone. What is a crystal that we could have in our pocket to help us feel protected from other people's energy? Black tourmaline. You know, once again, there's there's many stones and that you can be drawn to, but I, I feel that, you know, some people like black onyx or smoky quartz, I, for some reason, I just find that black tourmaline in a pocket or on your body in a meeting, or if you, you know, sometimes it's taking to a family event, (laughs) you know, it just, that stone is got this really shielding ability and it's powerful. Another stone is lapis lazuli. That's this wise protective stone as well. But that would give you two options. But number one, I would say black tourmaline and then blue lapis would be two. And in accordance together in a bracelet, that's even really powerful. Awesome. Now, in terms of soaking up Wi-Fi, computer technology, mm-hmm. what are some good crystals that we can put on our routers or on our modems and things around our house to really just soak up some of that EMF? So that's a, that's a really hot conversation right now. You know, for a while, Shungite was one of these ones that we're, you know, looking into. Not a lot of research at this point has come back on the EMF conversation. 
But I think right now, and I'm, we're still doing some research, I actually have a team of, you know, I don't know if anyone's talking about 5G yet. Are mm-hmm. you familiar with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's a really big conversation, at least in my world. So I have about 10 people coming over to my house next month that are going to do a full EMF analysis on the 5G conversation. And I'm going to also have a whole bunch of crystals laid out and do some major testing from one standpoint with all the meters. But I think right now, you know, in the crystal world, I, I'm really liking the Shungite, although that doesn't have a lot of scientific backing on it. I am liking the black tourmalines, but this is what I'm going to say to everyone. When you're doing it in that regard, in a crystal regard, I really think you have to cleanse and put these things outside more often. Because if they're under the computers or next to the phones or on your, you know, outside on your, you know, routers and things like that, they're absorbing and soaking this in and they can only hold so much. Totally. So you got to get them outside. And I think that that's one thing that, that we have to be cognizant is. And once again, I don't want to say that working with this is kind of a job, but once going back to that core word of interaction, you got to kind of stay on it. But this is this energetic medicine. So if we are using these black or these, these stones, and I love the carbon aspect of the shungite, maybe on a weekly basis when you're, you know, doing, you know, a weekly house cleaning, that's part of it where you get your stones, you go get them outside in the sun, you re-charge them so that they could suck up the energy again because they could only hold so much. Yeah, totally. Absolutely agree. Especially if they are absorbing so much Wi-Fi and so much of that energy, it's really important that we cleanse them. So Mm -hmm. is there anything else that we need to know to kind of get started on our crystal journey? You know what? I think the thing to know is you're not going to do it wrong. The thing to know is, is that in my opinion, love is in the earth. There's, there's a, just pick a crystal, start with one, take the overwhelm out of it. Keep it simple. Pick one crystal, one tumbled stone and interact with it for 30 days. And you will see things happen. Carry it in your pocket, put it on your nightstand, have it around you and set an intention. And for 30 days, focus on that. And, and utilize one stone and then you'll have your own story because I'm, I'm telling you, I've been doing this 18 years. I've been studying it for over 27. Everyone, if they stay consistent, will have these amazing stories. And then the bigger question is, is it the crystal or is it the person who just really focused on themselves and were worth enough of to honor themselves for consistency for 30 days. And then they realize how powerful that they are and that the crystal was just a tool for them to tap into their personal magnificence. Mm, Totally. I remember many years ago, I ended up in hospital in 2010 and was very unwell and unhappy. And I lost my period for about a year and a half. Mm. And someone suggested that I look into crystals. And again, I I didn't really know what I was doing, but I found these beautiful rose quartz and I love rose so Mm. much. And they were, they fit in my hand. So I had one in each hand and every night I would place one on each of my ovaries and I would just send love 
and gratitude to my ovaries. And I just would lay there every single night and did it for, I don't even remember how long, maybe like a few weeks. And wow. And after that, I got my period. And like you said, it's like, mm-hmm. was it the crystals? Was it the intentions? Do you know what? For me, yes. I think I had hated on my body for so many years. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my, my period's like, all right, see you later. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and hang out over here. And by giving love back to my body and giving love to my womb, you know, which is the center mm-hmm. of my being, mm-hmm. And, and just pouring so much love and energy into that space, you know, I just feel like it really was supportive and really helped me in mm-hmm. that time. And it also energetically helped me connect with my body again and to love yes. and appreciate my body again. So that was something that I did. You know, there's been many, many times where I've slept with rose quartz and clear quartz under my pillows. I have them in my bra. I have them in my handbag. I remember actually it's just become winter here in Australia and I put on my leather jacket for the first time because it's, you know, we don't often have to pull them out. Mm-hmm. And I had a clear quartz in one of my pockets. Oh, I love it. So I often find yeah. them in pockets, in handbags, mm-hmm. in the car, under my pillow, mm-hmm. you know, beside my bed. It's interesting as well. Children are really drawn to them. They're really drawn to them. And and my 12-year-old stepson, I call him my bonus son, he is really drawn to them. And it's interesting to see which ones he is drawn to because it tells us a lot about what's going on for them in their life. Yeah. And, you know, kids, they're so tapped in. We love it when kids come in our space over here because they never ask, hey, what does this crystal do? And what's this? They walk in, they pick up what they like, and they're like, this one I want. They don't have all, they just, they get it. It's just, it's, it's what we, as we get older, we forget that childlike innocence, that inner knowing and trusting it and that connection. They just get it. And I learn from kids every single day because they get it. Yeah. They really absolutely. Do. <laughs> absolutely. We can learn so much from them. Yeah. And I love your story because what you just shared was, it sounds like that happened in less than 30 days. And that's really why I hope to inspire people to take this 30 day challenge of one crystal, one intention, consistency. I see it time and time where people get exactly what they wanted. It's just, they had to focus on it consistently. Oh yeah, It's really magical. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I would love to turn the spotlight on you a little bit more, and I'd love to hear what what do you attribute your success to? I think that we've been really lucky with the people that we have around us. The team of people at Energy Muse, and I have to say that from the moment we started, we've been lucky to have good people. And now some people obviously have come in and out and we've learned that from, but our team of people in the community that we have, we're, we're on a mission over here. You know what I mean? We, we got to get the word out. The clock is ticking on us humans with us waking up with some stuff. And so I think that the success is more and more people coming out of the crystal closet. <laughs> I love that. I have to tell you, you know, doing this for so many years, only within maybe the last year, are we starting to have conversations of people that are openly admit that they actually have had crystals in their life because there was such a 
stigma before if you were into this. Now it's more mainstream and you don't have as many labels, you know, doctors, housewives, you know, successful entrepreneurs, kids. It's more mainstream now and it's, it's more of a conversation. But I definitely think our community, I think the people that work here on the Energy Muse team that work so hard every day, heart full out. I'm, I'm honored to be in the room with them, to be honest with you. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. My husband's a massive fan. I was away a few weeks ago and flew back in and he had prepared a beautiful dinner for me. And when I walked in, the table was set and he had crystals all in the middle of the table. He'd gone and- Oh my God. Yeah. No, Are you kidding me? That is so cool. I know. It's so beautiful. He, and he picked lots of rows. So he'd gone around our house and picked all of the rows and he put them like in a line in front of my plate and his plate. And he had lit a beeswax candle. It was so freaking cute. Wow. I know. It was so cute. What a great (laughs) husband. Oh my God. That's amazing. Very sweet. Very sweet. (laughs) So I'd love to hear now, what's one thing that's bringing you the most joy in your life right now? I think my kids. I have a 17-year-old son. I've got an 11-year-old little girl. And I think for me right now is is that they remind me to play. It's, you know, I could get caught up in work because I love what I do. Like if I love crystals, if I didn't make money doing this or it it wasn't my job, I'd still be doing it. That's how much I love it. But they remind me to stop and like play and like, go and do like silly things. Like, you know, today I colored a mandala with my daughter and we, you know, I just, I think that that's what's bringing me joy to stop and look around and to get outside and go have play dates, adult play dates too. Mm, Beautiful. I least suggest that. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) What's one thing that you're working on or would like to improve within yourself at the moment? Opening my heart. This year for me, my stone is rose quartz. It's something that I have around me and work with me all the time. I'm just, you know, I'm really into going into those deeper layers. You know, I, w- I want to, I, I like going into the cellular level. I want to go back into my ancestry and the roots and I want to see the patterns I'm doing. And I, I like all that. That's kind of my jam. And I notice that if I go into things and I'm landed in my heart instead of my head, I see my life change. I see my relationships change. I see, I feel contentment when I live in that space. I still got work to do, you know, as we are here on the human human body on the earth plane, it's a journey of lessons, but that's the one I'm diving into. And it's really giving some juicy aliveness to my life right now through the shedding of wounds. Mm, Beautiful. Make sure you wrap yourself in that rose quartz. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wish I had a rose quartz jacket at times. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Let's pretend now that you have a magic wand and you could put Uh one book in the school curriculum of every single Mm. high school around the world. Oh gosh. Besides your future books, are you going to write any books? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking today about the the next book we want to put out there. So definitely, that's always in it. Okay. And I can't remember exactly the name, but the Dalai Lama recently wrote a book and it was about love. And it was such a simple book and the information was so universal. 
regarding of whatever belief system that you had, the core message was really powerful. Do you remember their name? I'm trying to remember. Okay. I see it in front of me and I just read it. But I remember, I think that that was, let me think of another one, but that one really was a profound book that I just read and I'm totally blanking on it. Oh wait, what is it? Oh, was it the book of joy? Okay. Oh, but, and he wrote it with somebody else yes. it was with the Dalai Lama and was it Desmond Tutu or I'm trying to, is that the right name? Yes. Desmond Tutu. Okay. That book, the reason I love that book is I felt like it was from two philosophies of You know, I'm more universal consciousness on religion. I have a lot of friends in a different belief system. So I'm, I believe all that, but I loved how they interacted with each other in this playful, joyful space coming from two different perspectives. But the common denominator was to see that time and space and, and, and how they both grew up didn't matter. The common core was joy and love. That book, I just, I love that. Oh, I love that. Right now, that one comes to the forefront. Yes, we will link to that in the show notes so <laughs> everyone can get that. I'd love to hear now, how does your day look? I am obsessed with hearing about people's morning routines and how they mm-hmm. set themselves up and prime themselves for the day. So can you share with us your morning routine? Wow. My morning routine is, okay, well, I meditate under a copper pyramid. So my morning routine is interesting and it depends because I do 40 day rituals. I'm a big 40 day rituals. And right now I've been practicing more Tibetan Buddhism. So I will get up, I will do some, I'm into pranic healing. I'll do a pranic healing meditation for about 10 minutes. I use my selenite crystal. I do a forgiveness technique on people I need to forgive and people that I might have done something to interacted with that maybe should forgive me, you know, for whatever reason it's exchange. I will sit silently. This is all usually before the sun comes up. Then I will go in, I'll do the green drink. I will do all my supplements and get all that going on. I definitely, uh, I light incense throughout my house. I have several altars. I light incense. I'm doing prayers. I'm changing water. It's a, it's pretty high maintenance. I'm making sure the crystals are great. I purify my house, but I always make sure to light incense everywhere because I'm all about keeping the energy frequency high. But but I also have a nighttime ritual, which I've recently, I have an infrared sauna in my house. So I do infrared sauna. I have a biomat. I like to do that. And then I do megahertz music at nighttime that pipes into my room before I go to bed. Mm, Sounds amazing. My husband just gets to go to bed. I'm like, he's like, wow. He was, I feel great. Why do you have to do all this stuff? I love infrared <laughs> saunas as well. They're so great. Yeah. And I have laid yeah. on a biomat. It was just heaven. But it's, oh my gosh, so great. It's such a good hormonal balance. I love that mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. My next thing is so. to get one in my house. Yeah. I have a, yeah, it's like a little tent kind of thing. I love that. It's, it's, a, it's been a game changer for me, to be honest with you. Awesome. So. What are you most recently grateful for? I'm grateful for being able to do what I love every day, to work with my best friend, to be work with the women in this company and just my family. But I'm, I'm, I have to say I'm grateful that I'm excited to wake up every morning because I love what I do and I love learning and sharing this information. Because I think it's, I see the changes happening in people's lives and more people sharing their stories. And that's what really jazzes me. Hearing success stories or transformations or 
I, I'm, I love people's stories. That's what I'm grateful for. Mm, me too. That's why I started this podcast. I love, I love hearing people's stories. Yeah, it's just cool. Everyone has a story and I love getting yeah. to know people. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. So there you go. So I've got three little rapid fire questions for you now. Okay. In your opinion, what is one of the most important things that we can do today for our health? Give ourselves time to know that we're worthy of taking the time to invest in our health. Beautiful. What's one of the most important things that we can do for our wealth? So more abundance in all areas of our life. I think that we need to, sometimes we need to reprogram ourselves from limiting or lack belief systems that might've just been ingrained from childhood or whatnot. And I think that having citrine around where, whether we wear it or put it in our, in our wallets so we see it every day and we tell ourselves that we are money magnets and we are worthy of abundance. Beautiful. And what is one of the most important things that we can do for more love in our life? Just to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and say, I love you. That's, it's, it's interesting. That simple act can sometimes be very hard to, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you learn a lot in that moment by looking at, and when you're able to look eye to eye with yourself and say, I love you and fully feel it, you got it going on. Yeah. It took me a long time to be able to get to that place, mm-hmm. but it's so nice. Simple thing, huh? Yeah, but it's so nice to be there. No money required. You're there in the morning brushing your teeth and looking at yourself. But over time, over time, it, it, it's a game changer. Absolutely. Heather, is there anything else that you want to share with us? Anything that we've missed? Anything that you have wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about? Anything else? Any parting words of wisdom? Well, first of all, you're an amazing interviewer. Thank you. I mean, you asked fantastic questions. So no, we've covered it all. The only thing I would love to just put out there is, you know, we have this book, Crystal Muse. It's filled with formulas and secrets of 27 years of things that you could do results in 11 minutes or less. It's it's a labor of love and, and the people, if you do the rituals, I think you're going to be profoundly happy with the results you see that you're capable of giving yourself. Yeah, sounds awesome. And we'll link to it in the show notes for anyone who wants to get it. Thank you. And before I go, I just wanted to personally thank you for this amazing interview. I got so much out of it. And I'm so grateful that we've been able to connect and for the work that you're doing in the world, for the raising of the vibration of collective consciousness that you're out there doing. I'm so grateful and you're such a beautiful person and I'm really glad that our paths have crossed. Thank you. I feel very lucky today on our summer solstice, huh? Yes. So what a powerful day to unite. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Blessings. Wowzers, I got so much out of today's episode and loved it so much. And if you did too, please subscribe and leave me a five-star review in iTunes or on your podcast app, because that means that we can inspire even more people together and we can share this wisdom and knowledge with even more people. And don't forget to tell me on social media, either on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, who you would like me to have on the show. 
And for everything that Heather and I mention in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes. And that is over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 131. And you can also listen to all my other episodes there too. Just a reminder that if you haven't got my latest book, Open Wide, A Radically Real Guide to Deep Love, Rocking Relationships and Soulful Sex, all you have to do is head to melissarambrosini.com forward slash open wide to get your copy now. And whilst you're there, you will get access to my free open wide video masterclass that Nick and I created just for you. Everyone is loving it so much. So go and check it out. And if you want to be the review of the week for next week, head on over to iTunes to leave me your review now. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, for being so open wide, for wanting to be the best version of yourself and for showing up today for you. You seriously rock. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you have got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, my darling, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.